Yo, 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 salam, nerds. It's your boy, Neves, a.k.a. Watch with Neves, and I'm here with my co-host, Jazz, a.k.a. Pakistani Jazz Maker. <laughs> what? The Pakistani Jazz Maker. You went from Indian Matchmaker to Pakistani Jazz Maker. Pakistani Jazz Maker, man. That's, that's, that's what's up. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. You know what? You dig it? I am a Pakistani Jazz Maker, so yeah, yes. it tracks. <laughs> yeah, you're like the, uh, what's his name, man? What's that dude from La La Land? What's his um, <laughs> Ryan Gosling? Ryan, Ryan oh, Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Yeah. yeah, you're the brown Ryan Gosling. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Reynolds instead. <laughs> Why not? He's Why way not? more fun, let's be honest. <laughs> well, welcome everybody to Salam Nerds. This is our first time using our new program. We're using a really cool new program, so we don't know what's going on. Uh, but cool, look, you got a little... You got a little banner underneath. You got our names. You got mm-hmm. it's a cool look. So yeah, man, enjoy. Um, Jeff, how's everything going with you? Dude, today's been great. Oh my god, you did the thing. That was cool. Yeah, it's dope, right? <laughs> I'm sure like everyone on YouTube and Twitter is like, whoa, this is new. But yeah, no, I'm digging this. This is cool. Uh life's good, man. Um, you know, busy day, but good. Uh, how yeah. about you? Yo, I want to give a shout out to Phase Zero. I was on Phase Zero's podcast, and they're the first one to introduce me to this program. So, shout out to them. This was super mm-hmm. cool. Um, but before we start the show, I do want to do a little bit of ad. We got a little bit of sponsorship, and you can see these two movies that I have in the back right here. I don't know if you can see it. Mm, I moved it, it up. I moved it up. There, there we you go. go. You can see it now. Um, so, so, this is Jurassic World Dominion. Uh, this is coming out on Blu-ray on 816, and this is Black Phone, and it's also coming out on Blu-ray on 816. So Black Phone is a horror movie. Um, it stars who does it star? Ethan Hawke, and it seems pretty crazy. I have not seen this yet, so I'm Wait, super super excited. Ethan Hawke? Yeah, Ethan Hawke, bro. Wasn't he the guy from Moon Knight? He is the guy from Moon Knight. He's the bad guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 I, so, I finally got a name right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is this is a horror movie. It looks really really cool. And then yo, Jurassic World can't go wrong with that, man. We love us some dinosaurs, man. You know that the did you know that the Pakistani dinosaur? It's called the Pachyosaurus or something. It's like only found in Pakistan. What? <laughs> yeah. There's a Pakistani dinosaur, bro. Amazing. I had no clue, actually. That's really yeah, yeah. interesting. <laughs> no, no. It was really cool. But shout out to Universal for sending us this, man. And maybe we'll give some of these away to our to our people, man. Let's see. Oh, First person to show up yes. to our comment section. We'll give it away. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> All right. All right. Now we want to introduce you guys to our guest, somebody you might remember if you were a longtime fan. She joined us for the Love is Blind episode. Uh, Sheena, welcome, Sheena. How are you? Hello, hello. Nice to see you guys again. Welcome back, Queen Chi. Welcome back. How's everything yeah. been? How's life been with for you? Oh, it's been crazy. Um, I just got married, and then my brother told me he's getting married, and I basically had a month to get everything ready. So, yeah. Oh, my God. You're married. Congratulations. That is so awesome. Thank you. Jazz, we need to throw her some kind of, like, party. We got to throw her, I guess... A post-marriage bachelorette party? Okay. I know. <laughs> we should just we should just turn this episode into a giant Mendy and he's like <laughs> and start singing. <laughs> just start singing some songs. Sheena, what song do you want to hear? <laughs> yeah. Uh Mendy Laga Let's oh, just go okay. with the, All right. I, you know, the OGs. Mendy. That's DDLJ. Perfect. That's perfect. 
Am I dropping? We cannot go wrong. (laughs) We we cannot go wrong with DDLJ. DDLJ is awesome. But speaking of DDLJ, Mm. we got uh, we got some Indian stuff to go into today because we are covering. So I disabled my camera and mic there for a second. (laughs) Oh, were you about to sing? No, I'm not. No, no, no. I was not gonna do it. That's why I disabled everything. (laughs) (laughs) We don't need to lose subscribers, man. We're just getting big, okay? (laughs) (laughs) True. True. <laughs> I I do not want to uh, we'll do it send after anybody. The podcast, okay? <laughs> yeah, I I was just going to edit it in, in there somewhere. <laughs> maybe we can put music in here somewhere. Who knows? But uh, yeah. So let's talk about the show that is on everybody's mind: Indian matchmaking. Sheena, what do you think about this season? <laughs> oh man, so many thoughts. Um not super excited about having people return back uh but i'm sure i'm sure we'll go into this um you know aparna was aparna uh nadia surprised me a little bit um but yeah. you know, i i did like seeing some of the new faces arsh neil uh was great to see him and his humble self um good to see a little bit of shaker even though you know he did return back um yeah so can't wait to dive right in whenever you guys are ready. Let's do it. Let's do it. So let, let's start up in order. So the first person that we get to meet, um, I don't even know this guy's name, but I know him as a chicken guy because he works oh, with chicken. The chicken guy. Was it Akshay or? I think Akshay? it was Akshay, right? Yeah. Like, um, he basically lives in a town that no one's heard of. And he's like, I am the most eligible bachelor in this town, which was like really cringy. I thought that was cringy when he said that. What about you, Sheena? Nasik, I have actually heard of it. Oh, have <laughs> it's you? Actually, yeah, yeah. It's actually, it's very scenic. It's a small town in India. Um, but I, I understand, like, most of the population not heard of it. I just used to have family there. So I remember going there as a as a kid. And um, it, him saying he's a multi-culture, he started out as very, I thought he was going to be arrogant and cocky. But he kind of did grow on me towards the end of his, uh, you know, his uh, time on the show. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I, you know what? He, he started off a little rough, but he ended up not too bad. I feel like there is a part of his story that he's missed that we're missing because uh, there's something about his ex that happened or something about like something that happened in his past with another relationship that they didn't really go into, but they gave us a little bit of that. Yeah, did you notice that? I did, but here's the thing. Um, I'm okay with them not diving into it because, mm-hmm. you know, it's his business and his ex's business, right? We don't exactly True. need to know exactly what went wrong he you know repented for it the way his spiritual leaders told him to repent for it and he wants to do better and he wants to get married i'm good with it you know what that's good enough for me i don't want to actually know all the details that's a great point because like he consented to being on the show she didn't and Mm -hmm. we should respect that that's a good idea sheena Mm -hmm. there's a stigma around you know broken relationships uh within the communities um that is still you know live in our our countries, our homelands. I mean, I, I saw a reference in another movie called Darlings on Netflix. Yeah, uh, where the wife is kind of being abused by her husband, and the police officer goes, "Why doesn't she just get divorced?" I mean, everyone's Twitter, everyone on Twitter is getting divorced, and her mom says, "Well, Twitter is not for us. Like with us, we're still here. Like that's mm-hmm. not our life." So uh, it kind of relates to what he was going through. Like, yeah, he's this rich guy living in this town, but He's still, you know, 
there's still a rumor mill. There's still stigma around broken relationships and affects men too, not just women. Very true, man. Very true. So I, I, I did, I did respect that. I feel like Jeff makes a good point. Um, but you know what I thought was really funny is that we always see Sima aunties saying like, you know what? You can't judge by a picture. You can't judge by a picture. And then she goes to a face reader. She was oh my god! Like, what is up with that? Sheena, what do you think? <laughs> that face reader creeps me out. I'm sorry. <laughs> I do not want to show him a picture of me. I don't know. I'm married, so I don't have to. But I, I would not recommend like showing a picture. Like, is it not enough that we have to get our hand read? And in our culture, our goodies, you know, date of birth, your time of birth, and all that good stuff. Now you're gonna show your face too to see you know what your future holds it's too much very true true. (laughs) jazz what do you think about the whole face picture thingy no comment no comment (laughs) here's why man like as uncomfortable as it does make me yeah i don't want to like bash on someone else's culture very true that's not my place so no comment i don't have a comment on that i just have a comment on on the auntie always saying your picture that's that's the only thing i I mean i don't have a problem with that i do have a problem with her constantly saying you can't judge by a picture and then taking her to a person where he judges by a picture right (laughs) i know and and then when he told her when he told her about akshay and you know that the fact that he's not going to get married for a while or something like that I was just hoping, I was like, please don't tell him, don't tell him, don't put it in his head that he's not going to get married for a while or there's something standing in his way. And then he had to do, you know, kind of like a prayer to get rid of that bad omen to help him, which, you know, I have, I've, by the way, I've never heard of a face reader before, but I also, I wasn't born here. Um, but from what I know, I've never heard of it. I don't know if, you know, your listeners have, so would love to hear more about it. And if they yes. have experienced yeah. it. Yeah. If you're in the comments and listening, please come on and like, let us know, educate us. Cause yeah. we yeah. really are two Pakistani guys. And I guess like, <laughs> we don't yeah. know anything. <laughs> we, we so. do not, we do not, but it, it was cool to learn. But I, I, I don't know part of me is very cynical because he was like right on when he said like, oh, there's a problem with this person. So we need to do that. Right. And I feel like. The cynical part of me is like, yeah, they discussed that beforehand, and then he gave the prediction later. Like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just too cynical. I mean, it was spot on because he was like, there was somebody from the past, and we yeah. don't know what it was. And then, like, but also, it's one of those predictions, like astrology, right? Like, it's vague enough to where it applies to everybody. That is true. Yeah. Like, how many people do we know or have we talked to in the past that we may have hurt and they may be holding a grudge? Like, <laughs> I've tried yeah. my best not to, but like my point is like <laughs> we all have that someone like that. So <laughs> I Fair. think it could just be vague enough to where it applied to him and just happened to work. So I don't know. All right. So overall, what are your thoughts about Chicken Guy? Like Sheena, what do you think? I think deep down he is a nice guy. Well, he's you know a little spoiled, a little rich, but he's he's nice guy. I think. Yeah, yeah. It, it's strange to me that every single person they bring from India is uh, is loaded, but then everyone from like America is like kind of middle class. I thought that's pretty interesting. Jeff, what are your thoughts about Chicken Guy? Okay, so one, he is loaded, and I get that. But also, they're not gonna like just go to random village looking for people. They're gonna only respond to people that sent requests to them. Mm. Oh, true, true. Yeah, true, they true. need to have the yeah. means to be able to communicate that, and you know, not everybody will always have that. So I okay. can see the richer. You know, they may also even be paying Seema Auntie behind the scenes or something to get on TV. Like, I can see that being a thing, too. Um, 
do not quote me on that. It's totally speculation. As totally. for him himself, I do like the guy, and I feel for him with this, like, you know, little issue of him living in a small town. Yeah. Like, I, let me tell you, man, uh, I've been on the apps for a while, and a lot of times I'm like, hey, I'm from Houston. And they're like, oh, are you going to stay in Houston? And I'm like, I, I, I'd like to. Unmatch. Really, Houston's a big city. I'm surprised that they have that stigma. Like New Jersey, yeah. I feel like it's not as bad because it's close to New York. But like, I feel like Houston is like a big city in Texas. Like, I feel like that shouldn't be an issue. Um, one girl thought I had a horse and I would take him to work. Oh, <laughs> what did she think? Like Old Town Road? <laughs> like we're literally just farmland with horses and. We're all cowboys or something. I'm just like, oh do you do you really want to be dating somebody who doesn't know their geography? To, like, <laughs> I just talked That's about true. that. And I was like, all right, you know what? I'm glad you unmatched me. Like, this is, uh, I dodged a bullet. It's a blessing in disguise. <laughs> well, speaking of unmatching, let's get into <laughs> Nadia. Homegirl brought Shaker to meet her family and then went on a mixer uh, that she put together. And then she meets this dude named Vishal, and apparently they start flirting right in front of Shaker, and apparently Shaker saw them kiss. Bro, Sheena, what are your thoughts? (laughs) (laughs) I thought thought that was rough. I thought that was was really rough. I mean, we didn't find out that Shaker saw them kiss until a little bit, you know, later on when she has the call with him. Uh, But you do do see scenes of him kind of looking at her or looking at them flirting um you know i don't know i feel like they weren't in a relationship at that Mm. point she did bring him home that's true maybe kissing another guy in front of him was pushing it but it was a mixer and they were all kind of talking to each other people were getting to know each other up until that point i was i was like okay you know she's still single technically and she's just trying to find her best match and she kept saying how Shaker was not flirting with her or he was not giving her the same vibe that she put out there, that she wants to pursue it. And this is before the call. My thoughts obviously changed when I had the phone call and once I heard Shaker's side of the story. Uh, but up until then, I thought it was okay um, up until the kiss part. Like, that was not okay for me either. Yeah, but that's what a little, are your thoughts? That's a little yeah. bit too much. What about you, Jazz? Okay, so... <laughs> um, I, I have feelings about the way they portrayed Nadia mm, because okay. I mm. don't know if this is a villain edit yes so so let's make like, that clear let's make that clear let's just say everything that we're saying right now we do not know these people we don't know anything about them they're, profi- they're probably perfectly nice people or they're horrible people we don't know all we can go off is what's happening on the show right so let's preface everything that we're saying saying hey this is all based on how this is being edited this is not based on what's real life and you know if we think that there's something happening a little spooky with the uh you know uh what do you call it uh the editors let's make that uh, apparent yeah because like here's the thing man um i don't think Nadia's the kind of person who would break up with a guy over facetime yeah like that just does not, you know, sound like her, especially from what happened in season one. Um, we don't know the full story, and we probably won't for another few years because what's their NDA like? Seven years or something like that on Netflix? Uh, no, I don't think it's that long. They're usually around like two to three years. Oh, okay, yeah. So we may not know the full story for another couple of years, but um, 
I feel from a man shaker. Do not get me wrong. Like it, it hurt when I saw him and like the way he was like talking about it. The fact that he didn't like put her down at all at the very end, like that speaks volumes. I know guys who will just immediately start trashing the girl, right? This dude was a gentleman there, like good on him. But if Nadia saying she never felt that way, I, 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 I don't believe that she's smarter than that. Like, I think this is a villain edit. You know what? Like, yeah, I, I don't. And, and... Go ahead, Sheena. I just one point there too. You know what? When you know everyone keeps saying she brought him home, I also think it could have been a suggested date or set up by the producers. It could have been mm-hmm. this is how we'll bring Shaker back, so everyone now oh, thinks they're together. Because that was my first thought when I saw Shaker going to her house. I'm like, oh my god, they're dating. It's like they're together. But then a few minutes later, I see them sitting down. I'm like, wow, I don't really see chemistry here. So they're probably either. not dating. Uh, and this could be just a date that was set up by the producers because Shaker and her mom did hit it off. So it would have been a good way to, and her family's super chill. So they're like, okay, let's just put them all together in her house, have mimosas and have a chat. That makes sense because like, I feel like there definitely wasn't any chemistry, but they also had four months to figure it out. Like, bro, mm-hmm. like, like, like. Shaker seems like a really cool guy, but dude, either shit or get off the pot, right? Like, come on, bro. You can't four months? Come on. Jazz, what do you think? Not that that, but like at the mixer, you could tell Shaker was into her. Like he was trying to like host with her. So Mm. as even though I'm giving Nadia some benefit of the doubt with, you know, the producer cut, uh, to a degree, like she should have known what's going on there. Like you can't just be that blind to it. Yeah. The other thing is, okay, so here's the part that I don't care about how, care for how Nadia went about it. Um, Cause like she really does, she really did try to, I think when she was breaking up with him, she had an idea of how this is going to look and she worded it in a way to make it look like, hey, you're at fault. You didn't make a move. You didn't. Uh, I really liked you. Yeah, it did feel that way because it honestly, I, Shaker really liked her, and he was just taking it really slow because she, I think, friend zoned him, and he was like, "Okay, you know what? I'm going to be her friend, and then try to work her way up to a relationship." But she tried to pull the, "Oh, you weren't as aggressive, and because of that, we're breaking up." I, I, I think that was, I think that was bullshit. I don't think that was true. You don't think it was there was no accountability. She wasn't ag- he wasn't aggressive or I no, I think it's not true that that's the reason she's breaking up with him. I think oh, she I just like she just liked the fuckboy more. She was that just I into him more. Yeah. And yeah. she wanted an escape and she wanted a, a way out. And honestly, here's the thing. Like later on, and I guess we'll just talk about it now, she has the the breakup with Vishal. Uh, and what happens is Vishal's super honest about it and she tries to make him look like the villain even though I feel like Vishal did the right thing he was super honest about what happened whereas she wasn't super honest she tried to make it feel like it was a guy's fault for her breaking mm. up with him so like I, she did this like whole crying bit what do you think Jazz? I will also like to point out Vishal flew all the way to LA to break up with her and it wasn't just a FaceTime call like props to him for manning up there because that's, that's not true. a conversation you have over the phone. Uh, you know what, man? I, I'm starting to believe you're right that this wasn't just a villain edit. That Nadia is like this. And what, I, what hurt? I me... wouldn't call her a villain. I wouldn't call her a villain. I want to say that like she was a little bit of an opportunist, maybe. You know, maybe she took the opportunity to look like a hero again. What do you think, Gina? 
I just, I feel like her call, you're right. It was all about blaming him, putting the blame on him. There was no accountability. There was, and the fact that she was just talking about Vishal, I think that actually hurt me. You know, it's like you imagine yourself in that position and someone's like, oh, hey, yeah, my new boyfriend's over and we're going to have a meal or we're going to go on our date now. So I'll talk to you later. Oh my God. You're <sighs> right. That was so, oh my that God. That hurt. <laughs> Yes. So basically, while she's on the phone with him, she's like talking about how great of a guy he is to her, like to Shaker while she's breaking up with him. Then she's like, oh, yeah, we're going to go get food. So basically, homie is there with her while she's breaking up with the new dude. That's, yo, that's that's bad, man. That's bad. I didn't, yeah. that. I didn't realize he was right there. Yeah, oh, I think he was just no. like coming over or he was right there. But either way, I'm like, you know, just be a little courteous like fine forget all the edits and everything right but you're breaking up with someone you just have that conversation it's always difficult uh but you know she didn't take any accountability on her part like hey i dropped the ball too it wasn't just you and um you know maybe not mention the new guy apart from the fact that they're dating she didn't add that extra bit like he's hey we're hanging out now we're gonna go on a date right now Yo, nobody wants to hear how great the guy that you dumped me for is. Like, why would you add that? That's like putting salt on your wound. Jazz, what do you mm -hmm. think? No comment. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know damn well what that means. Yeah. Oh, Been man. Never done that. But, like, okay, so here's the thing, right? So let's say, let's say for the sake of argument that, like, her and Shaker were never together, right? And then Shaker is kind of, like, playing this up. That's possible too. Shaker might be taking this opportunity to be the um, the person that people feel bad about, so that you know maybe next season they'll all focus on him. Because that's what happened with Nadia. Nadia got a hundred and two thousand followers because everybody felt bad about the way that one guy stood her up. And now she's trying. I think she's trying to recreate that moment with Michelle, and because she's crying and she's really sad. And I'm like, bro. He's seven years younger than you. He's obviously a fuckboy. Like, like, How is he obviously a fuckboy? What was that? Yeah. that? How is he obviously a fuckboy? Answer that for me. <laughs> Listen, man. Listen, he's a very good looking guy. That doesn't mean he's a fuckboy, okay? He has fuckboy vibes. I don't know. <laughs> oh, we got Hold some up. comments. Oh, sorry, I check something. Wait, wait, Nadia... we got a comment. In my opinion, I feel Vishal let her on a bit and how strong he was during the first date, but she did handle it badly. Okay, okay, fair. Yeah, can you can you imagine Vishal saying to her after he broke up with her, oh, my new date's here. I'm going to go meet up with her after this, so I got to go. Bye. Yo! The reaction? Yo! People In would California. have his head. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> no, people wouldn't. I think the way to set it up, they would still be like, Vishal, King, even though it was actually really toxic. But they would all be like, King, because she did it right before, and then he did it right after. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like, watch, in a few months, we're going to see that her and Vishal are friends. Because she was like, I don't want to be friends with you. I don't want to do this. And, yeah. like, I think she was playing it up, man. I, I think she did it for views. And, like, it happens, yo. When, uh, when brown girls get, like, disrespected, they get a lot of followers. Happened to her in season one. Happened to Dipti on Love is Blind. I think they found a formula to get followers and they were like, yo, we need to recreate that. I don't know. What do you think, Jazz? I wonder if Dipti and Nadi know each other. Ooh. They all know. Everybody knows each other. I'm oh, these you. Netflix girls, they do know each other. That's a yeah. Thing. Like, I saw Dipti commenting out, on Vinaysh's, um, or that's his name, right? The Florida guy, his oh. post. 
So and so a shake commenting from Love Is Blind, our favorite. Mm. Oh my God, our favorite. <laughs> Good old shake and bake. Yep. So, so, so speaking of villains like Shake, last season, and I don't like to use the word villain. I don't think it's a, uh, is appropriate because these these are edited. But the person who quote unquote was the villain last season uh, was Upperna, right? Is that how you pronounce mm-hmm. it? How you pronounce her name? Upperna. Upperna. Right? Yeah. Yo, I low key like Upperna. I like like she is um, a little difficult to take sometimes. <laughs> I feel like you know she got she got that like like really sharp sarcastic wit that kind of stabbed you a little bit if you're not like into that but like <laughs> when she told that one guy to sit up straight <laughs> i was dying i'm sitting up straight right now Thanks yo <laughs> all of us all of us just sit up straight yeah right let's now. just this is a reminder Aparna might be watching so let's just sit up straight guys. exactly yo but shout out to her for saying that because you know what man her friend was on tv and she didn't want him to look bad so she told yeah. him to like it's just yo. the way she said it though too. but the way she sit said it straight <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Jad, what do you think about her and her date with the that one guy where they went to bowling and stuff with? Did you Man, did you watch that? Diamond. I did. The yawn. I, we we have to talk about that. Oh, let's talk about the yawn. Okay. Uh, like, here's the thing about Aparna. All right, when she was in Houston, she did help me out with you know getting people involved and voting in the 2020 election. Like, good for her. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's like mm. she, she did get civically involved afterwards and, you know, before she moved to New York. But on TV, I mean, I don't know if the producers are just being producers or if she's told to do a lot of these things. I haven't read her book yet, I'll be very honest. I don't know her side of a lot of things. But, God, it makes her look so bad and I hate it. It, it she Yeah, they do make her kind of look bad. But you know what? I like the fact that, like, uh, so apparently she has beef with Seema Auntie, which, like, you know, like, listen, Seema Auntie, a little old school, a uh, little problematic, a little toxic. I like that she stands up to her and say, like, hey, listen, I don't want to be involved with Seema Auntie this season, but I still want my story to be told, which I thought was super cool. I, I, I dig that. Um but, you know, still, like, uh, I feel like there was the part where she um, was in L.A. And she didn't tell the guy who lives in L.A. to, like, hit her up. And, like, every time the other guy was there, he would <laughs> go out of his way to, like, meet up with her. Sheena, what do you think about that? Um, so, Aparna season one, yes, very entertaining, good good TV, right? Um, <laughs> I thought she was more authentic in season one as if like being her true self than this season. I, I just, I feel like it's like overplayed. I'm over her. I'm sorry. Like she's great. Um, uh, you know, like first season, her comments, they did, you know, shock us. A lot of the comments were funny. Um, but second season with the yawning and just, it just got right. boring for me. I, I mean, I need something new. If you're going to give me TV, give me TV. Then I need something new. I it's not the same old, you know, Aparna show. And I, I kind of found her dates boring, but that's just to, my opinion. To be fair, I've been in some dates where like I'm yawning, but like it's but you never know, man. Somebody might have had a rough day. Somebody had might have just flown in. We don't know. And also filming seems like it takes a lot out of you. Like I've been in a movie. I've been on a TV show. Like they, it's 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 a lot. Like they, it's a lot of getting ready. It's a lot of waiting. Um, I want to give her the benefit of the doubt, man. Oh, for sure. I, I, but I multiple wanna... dates, yawning on multiple dates, 
same okay, guy. Fair, fair. Multiple dates is a lot. And he ca- he called her out each time too. You know, he's trying to be polite about it that you're you're kind of yawning, like am I boring you? So it's like you you have it in your head at this point. So you want to make sure if you are interested in the person to not do it again or you know not. I don't know. I thought it was rude. Yeah, and, I could see that. So, I could see that it might be rude. Uh, but overall, like, I, I think she gets a little bit of a bad rep, and I feel like she got to tell her story a little bit this season. Um, like, she, she, I feel like, doesn't put as much into it. And I guess she just, like, set in her ways, maybe. Maybe she doesn't, she wants uh, a relationship to be easy. She doesn't want to put in as much work. And I, I feel that because sometimes, a lot of the times, women end up putting more work in than the men, and she's not going to settle for that, right? So I, 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 right. I dig that, man. I, I, I got no beef with her, man. I like her. Right. I actually want to know what kind of guy she will end up with. Like that, I would watch, right? You know what? Maybe I don't want to watch the process anymore, but just take me to the part where yeah. she's fallen in love and he's fallen in love, and now what happens? <laughs> that that'd be great, but honestly, who who? Maybe she doesn't fall in love. Maybe she doesn't meet anybody, and that's perfectly fine too, right? Yeah. Like yeah, of course. Like, I feel like uh, like marriage is like the end all be all for all of us, and it's like this huge thing, and. Yeah, like if she doesn't find anybody, I think that's perfectly fine too, man. Like sometimes you gotta love yourself, man. You gotta love yourself right. before you I'm get to the It's anything wrong or like you know that she won't find somebody. I just want to know what that guy is, cause like she has very high standards. Nothing wrong with that. Sure. And like she knows what she wants. Um, the reason why I feel like a lot of people are turned off by her is because although she knows what she wants. Finding someone with all of those, you know, checkboxes is next to impossible. Yes. I want to know who this perfect guy is, like, at this point. Like, I want to see it. (laughs) So, honestly, here's the thing. Like, I've been asked this too, man, and I don't like to have checkboxes or even talk about that. I don't like to put that information out there because it reinforces it in your head. Mm -hmm. So when somebody asks me, like, what I'm looking for, like, I almost don't want to answer that question because, like you don't know what you want like i've i could say that i'm into someone who is shorter than me but i could meet somebody who's like six foot tall and completely just like fall head over heels for someone like it doesn't matter like until you meet them so like i don't like to put that out there in the world because i feel like it kind of manifests so like you know you just gotta i feel like go with the flow but i have one requirement when it comes to the girls i'm dating sure and this is a question i ask every time we're on a first date is do you trust yourself that is Explain. the one question I need an answer to. Explain. Well, when I ask that question, I need you to eventually get to yes. Because if you are not ready to say yes to that question, you're not ready to make any of the more important decisions in life, such as settling down, such as career moves, whatnot, on and on. Okay. Fair, fair. Uh, right. But a little while ago, we were talking about height. And let's go into that because there is a whole lot of height shaming <laughs> on this show, man. Like, I know girls get it worse. And I'm not trying to take anything away from that. But, bro, like, there is so <laughs> much height shaming on this show. Sheena, what are your thoughts? Uh, well, tell me which height shaming are you referring to? So, basically, <laughs> there's a lot. So, like, basically, <laughs> like the, you know, they, they said Shaker is is short. Uh, they keep saying everything on their list is always, like, they want a tall guy. Everything is, like, six foot tall. And then even, like, the Nick Jonas, they, even Nick Jonas didn't get away oh, from that. Oh, poor Nick Jonas. <laughs> so, Nick, 
Yo, she was like, Zimani was like, yo, Nick Jonas and Priyanka, no, they don't match, man. He's petite compared to her. Like, bro, leave, leave, leave little Nick alone. Like, what are your thoughts? Well, just, just a comment on that, which is that, you know, when I was on dating apps, I just remember guys lying about it, like, so much. Like, to That's the point thing. where it's like another person showed up. And it was like, you would say, I would say, okay, I'm 5'4". I would say at least be like 5'7", right? But fine, if you're not, you're not. But don't lie about it. There would be guys saying they're 5'8", 5'9", but then they show up and they're like 5'4". That's the thing, man. People put such emphasis on it that everyone is just like lying. And they're like, well, they'll figure it out when they figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing, because um, on the apps, right? A lot of people will just swipe left if you're not six feet or whatever minimum height requirement people have. So I know for a fact people swipe left on me because I'm 5'10". It's not. It's just it's not enough. It's not something I can change. I think that's a good height. A lot of girls do not feel that way. No, a for lot of girls. It's a good, really good a height. A lot of girls no. do not feel that way. A lot they of girls. They want six feet six or feet more. Is, six feet is a minimum, it's man. It's like... like their floor. Yeah, Anything I'm, below that, it's an automatic swipe left. I'm like, girl, we trying they to do will filter out guys who are five or less than six feet. They'll filter them out completely. I have yeah, zero man. chance. Wow. That. Yeah. That's and good. how tall are these girls? By uh, two. No <laughs> I'm not here to bash on them. I'm just here to tell you <laughs> what I've seen. <laughs> wow. Listen. It is what it is, man. I don't know what to do about it. But, um, yeah, man, I feel like uh, a lot of dudes lie because girls put so much emphasis on it. Um, That's actually another thing. A lot of guys do lie just so they can get their foot in the door. And they hope that when they do meet in person, they won't notice or that they'll be like, you know what? This guy's so good enough. Forget that he lied about his height thing. I get it. Guys lie about that all the time. It's no, like it's like lying on your resume, okay. right? It's like lying on your resume. It. It's like, yeah, I had an intern at Facebook, and like literally, you just like, no, I just read the terms and agreements and signed up for Facebook. <laughs> well, I feel like it's different. Like if you're like six, if you're five ten, for example, and you put down like five eleven, it's not that much of a difference. Or even if you put down six feet, but if you're no. like five eight and you put you're like you put down five eight and you're five four. Come on. Listen, first of all, five eleven does not exist because if you're five eleven, you're you're just gonna say you're six foot. So like yeah. the funny thing is <laughs> you're not wrong. The average height doesn't exist anymore, right? Because like before the average height was like five seven to five nine. But now five nine and shorter is short. Five eleven is a lie, it doesn't exist because if you're five eleven, you're just saying you're six foot. So the only average height is five ten. That's the only height you can say to be average. Because five nine and, and below is short. And I'm put my five... wallet. I will prove it to you. I'm five ten. Listen, <laughs> that's my license. That's it. Chaz, man. I think people don't believe you that you're five ten. Maybe that's what it is. They think uh, you're lying. Okay. They think I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> they think you're like five seven. You're saying you're five ten. Yeah, okay. <laughs> But here's the thing, right? If you're five eleven and it's just like one inch of like being filtered out, <laughs> you're not gonna notice five eleven six feet, especially if you have like shoes on with like a little bit of heel. Right. No one's right. gonna notice that. Right. Yeah, man. Listen, I just hope I date a girl who's bad at math. <laughs> like I can't figure out how tall I am. As long as you're taller than her, I think that's that's like really important to a lot of women, not all women, obviously, but you know, generally right. speaking, yeah. Anyways, man, pour one out for Nick Jonas. <laughs> My man. man. Man got hit by a uh, like a, a drive-by uh, insult. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, poor him. Uh, let's see, what other couples are there? Um, let's see. Oh, what about Viral? No, Viral and Viral. Remember that? Oh, man. 
I will be the first to say I love Veral. Wait, which Whoa. one? The guy or the girl one? They're both uh, named Veral. <laughs> no, definitely the girl. Um, okay. The guy, he's fine, whatever. But the girl, like, she's somebody I would want to date. Really? Yeah, I really admire her. Like, I actually talked to her on Instagram recently. Like, she's really cool. Wow. Look at look at Jazz sliding into them DMs. <laughs> all right, I see you. I it see you. like that. All right, she wants a guy. He's thirty three. I'm thirty. She's thirty. It's not happening. But no, like I can admire somebody and still be friends with them. Like she's really cool, and I like that. And like she's down to earth, successful. Like just she had a, she had a lot of things on her list though. She had a lot of. But like like okay, here's the thing, right? She like her and that other guy for all. They were not vibing at all. No. When they went to the yeah. IKEA furniture, uh, that yeah. was the most terrible exchange of like conversations I have ever heard. When oh, she was like brilliant. When she was like, Are you a vegetarian? And he was like, I mean, and she was not answering. Like that was so cringe. <laughs> like, what was she? <laughs> I, I, she was like Avo, lacto, semi vegetarian. Like, what does that even mean? Yeah, I don't think okay. I don't think she wanted Egg, people to know. Milk, cheese, yeah. that's okay for her. But for some uh, people it's not. Yeah. So I think semi-vegetarian probably also refers to, and this happens, like if you're Hindu, is like a lot of people will eat meat and their parents don't know about it. So maybe mm. maybe she's one of those, I don't know, and she just didn't want to disclose it on, you know, television that she eats. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. Oh. People hide it. Yeah. People I'm hide not gonna... it. Okay, okay. Sure <laughs> so so I have... don't know why she said semi-vegetarian. Maybe that on occasions she dabbles. That's that's why we have you on the show, Sheena. You are schooling <laughs> us. Like we're Pakistani, we don't know that. That makes a lot of sense. So shout out to Viral. I, I take that back. I I, I give her. I'm actually asking her to come on the podcast, man. Like I would love to talk to her. Yeah, man. I'm trying to get. Uh, so one of my friends is actually on the show. Her name is Shreya. She is uh, Nadia's friend, and I tried to get her on the show, but she says she's going to um going to ask the producers and stuff if she's allowed to. So hopefully we can get her for like the next four episodes, which will be really, really cool. Nice. Yeah, yeah. But uh, her and that other Vishal guy, I mean, no, Viral guy, uh, were not vibing. It was, the chemistry was definitely not there. What do you no. think, Jess? Homeboy is used to going on his standard dates. He had like everything scripted and she threw a curveball. He was not ready for that. And quite frankly, I thought that was amazing on her part. Okay. Like, yeah, I respect it so much. I'm like, yo, this girl gets it. Like, not everything's gonna be perfectly, you know, on a first date. Like, we're all dressed to the tens. Like, we go to a fancy ass restaurant or something. Like, it's life is not like that. And I appreciated that she was like, yo, let's go to a furniture store. I'm like, cool. Let yeah, you know your style. Like, this is awesome. Like, I thought that was brilliant because, like, one of the things I look for is like, uh, in one of my past relationships, like, this girl was just completely different when it came to organizing her life her apartment her everything right and i was not sure if i could live with that mm. so if this girl is like you know is this a first date thing probably not but i respect the idea that what she was doing here yeah okay like, yeah i mean, actually the only part i disagree with is that it was a first date it just should have been like a second or third date going to furniture store it should right. not have been a first date I feel like the thing is, like, I feel like she was testing him a lot. And I feel mm -hmm. like you don't need to be tested on the first date. Like, just exactly. find out if you vibe first. Right. And then you can test them a little bit, right? Because um, then what you're doing is you're not being your authentic self. You're being this, like, person who's, like, trying to mess with you. And, like, some people could take it the wrong way. Like, I don't think I would have reacted 
because uh, like if she was asking those kind of questions automatically in my head i'd be like this person doesn't like me and i would kind of just stop trying at that point that's how i would react and like yeah because i'd be like yo let me lean back crack the knuckles crack my back like let's go <laughs> she knows these questions come on let's go Sheena, do, you, um, do, do you give guys tests and stuff like when you go on she's dates? married <laughs> I, well, no, when yeah. you used to no no maybe like when i was like, much much younger but no not anymore but I, I i agree with what jazz was saying like it's cool to have to try something different but not on maybe not on the first date right so so i've heard people say that if you really want to get to know someone maybe you should assemble furniture together like you know try different things so you really get to know get to see different sides of their personality that's cool uh, i never heard yeah. that before yeah but uh assemble ikea furniture specifically because that's so difficult to do okay. <laughs> i'm an engineer really? so i would love that very easy to assemble like what are y'all talking about <laughs> no but it's not the fact that it's easy to assemble it's like the like how you're assembling right are you guys joking around are you having fun yeah. are you frustrated are you telling her what to do are you upset that she doesn't have the right tools like it's not the furniture but like the interaction of like you doing something simple and how you're reacting to it right i think that's what matters yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Like I said, I, this is stuff I enjoy. So I'm like, you know what? Good on her. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, speaking of Viral, she had one more date, and that was with another guy. I don't remember his name, but he looked like an Indian millhouse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the go-kart date. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, she looked him up uh -huh. online, and she was like, yeah, he doesn't look like his pictures. And I felt so bad when she told him that. That was, oh, the poor guy. <laughs> like, Sheena, what do you think? Maybe she didn't need to, you know, kind of tell him in the way that she did. Um, you know, like we all, like someone mentioned, he did look different than his pictures. Um, I don't think he was a completely different person. Um, so I don't think he was necessarily catfishing her or anything. Uh, but maybe she could have phrased it differently if she really wanted him to change that up. And he did say that he has his updated pictures on multiple, multiple resumes or whatever. So... Maybe the producers picked a picture like this on purpose to kind of add some spice to the show. That I believe. Yeah. Because he did say that there were like uh Simonti had multiple pictures of him. Yeah. So I think the producer set this one up actually. I, I believe that. Oh, interesting. Sure. I honestly didn't think he looked that different than I didn't picture. think so. Yeah, I, I didn't like, think so either. Almost. He Only was had he just had glasses on. Like what is this? Like yeah. Clark Kent? Like he puts on his glasses and he's like a dork? Like I don't it was the same. Like I yeah, and then yeah. and then there was he had a little bit, bit of, less hair, but that's about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like it was also like a little bit of a double standard because later on in the show she talks about how you know she doesn't people say she doesn't look like her pictures or something like that, mm -hmm. or she looks you know better in pictures and not in person, and it's like just just thought it, he it was not necessary to kind of tell him to his face that hey you don't look like your pictures mm, fair fair <laughs> so. all right so we have like uh, two more people that i want to talk about one uh man i can't pronounce this guy's name but the guy in india para pradhamayan yep okay so say that again say it slowly Say it slowly, Jazz. I don't want to screw this up. I want to. I want to. I want to. I'm not even completely name. sure either, but I'm pretty sure it's Prada Mayan. Prada Mayan. Close enough. Prada Mayan. Okay. All right. Yep. Hopefully, sorry if I mispronounce it, but my thing with him, like, I feel like Homie has got a lot of money, and they made him look so bad last season that like yeah. they cut a deal with Indian matchmaking to make him look 
like give him the perfect story and send off. And it's so <laughs> weird because it has nothing to do with the show. See, my auntie didn't find this lady. Uh, nothing happened. It was a strange thing. It was just I felt like it was just a rich guy showing off his privilege, and it was the least interesting part of the show. And there, I guess they just needed an excuse to have a wedding that looked really pretty and was really nice. But honestly, I I thought it was really like. I didn't like it. I like screw this guy. I don't really care about him. She know what are your thoughts? Um, I know that he was bullied a lot after the first season came out. Um, that's based on his narrative. I read, you know, he spoke for humans of Bombay and I read this whole article about how people were like calling him names and things like that based on what they saw on TV. And it's just because of fashion doesn't, you know, change who I am as a person. And you're right. Like the season, he had a different kind of coverage. Um, I was okay with watching his story. Um, I liked him better than a pernup. That's just again my opinion. Really, <laughs> I I I I like a pernup better, man. I feel like she keeps yeah. it real. This guy was like, hey, I just want to look the best I can. I don't know, man. Is Listen, that wrong I don't. Man? I, I don't know. It just I don't know, man. I feel like, he was... like he's Indian, right? Like, sure. When they have a different approach to all of this. They just have a okay. approach to life, right? Fair, I fair. saw with my, with my friends in Pakistan, like they want the life that he wants. Like they want to marry the girl the way he picked her out and like her, you know, qualities. And that's just what people want over there. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I don't think it's a problem with him necessarily because that's the uh, society he grew up in. Uh, it's he's, if anything, a victim here. Uh, but the producers did not do him any benefits and mm. him being on the show probably was a setup just to generate more clicks and more views because there's no reason for any of what happened to him to be on the show. I, I, I don't. Yeah. He didn't need to be on the show and I have no problem with, with him. I just didn't enjoy his story. Cause it just felt mm. like it felt like, Hey, I'm going to, make me look good or, or else and they did everything they could to make him look good and it just didn't feel like an authentic story to me it kind of felt like like somebody made their own wedding video and they wanted to <laughs> look the best they could which is fair but like i just didn't feel like an authentic right. story that's to my me. issue with it is that this is netflix's fault for allowing this to happen or the producer's fault for allowing this to happen to begin with he should not have been on the show right yeah and like i think last year his mom was like she got a lot of shit for it and like they were very toxic and did a lot of things that people did not oh, like not and, they, the guy. I'm so and they didn't even show his mom this season yeah. so it's like pretty interesting i don't know no. man i, I don't just like this guy at all i don't like what he stands for i don't like any of that but that's a symptom of a bigger issue is what i'm getting at yeah it felt like he just won their trophy and he's got his trophy and he wants to show up to everybody be like ha i got it i win yeah, exactly yeah exactly yeah that's my issue with it and yeah. for them that's what they want yeah yeah all right well well speaking of of someone like him um let's, let's do 180 a full 180 a full 180 the last person we're going to talk about king king arsenal right is that how you pronounce it arsenal arsenal yeah. oh my Arshnail. god this guy is so lovable i want to be his friend i want him on the podcast i want to like go to taco bell with him like he's right so up. awesome i want to buy him a mexican pizza if i can arrange that i'll be very happy <laughs> <laughs> oh man i i loved him I, I 
I loved his dad. His dad was so nice and so cute. Um, he really was like, uh, my favorite part was when she was like, you can't have 100%. You need like 60, 70. And he's like, that's like a D. <laughs> <laughs> that is a D. A 70 yeah. is a D in America, okay? <laughs> Listen, you can't be South Asian. Like, here's the thing. You're South Asian, right? Our parents do not accept anything less than an A in every aspect of life. But yeah. when it comes to choosing your wife, they want you to go 60%. Does that make sense to you? <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> Gina, what are your thoughts? Uh, I, I thought he was great. I thought he was very humble. Um, you know, I, I do want to eventually talk about that 60-70% comment, though, because that was so repetitive throughout the show. Um, but, you know, I liked him. So I like seeing him going on different dates. Um, and man can cook. Oh, yeah, he can cook. You're right. <laughs> he can. I was impressed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so um, I, I really liked him. I think he was probably one of the best people and like oh my god his, his this is such a cute man like okay this is what he says he said back in the day when taco bell used to make like ketchup packets they used to be one that says marry me and they discontinued it he found one and he kept it for the right girl yo tell me that's not the cutest thing ever sheena tell me what do you think remember seeing those packets back in the day i don't know if you ever stole one but i've i definitely kept a few too until you know they expired but i kept a few too i thought they were cute that's so funny i i love that it, it's really really funny man he's somebody that i want to see bring back he mm -hmm. yeah. probably had the best edit but he also feels like somebody who deserves that edit he feels like he's right. genuinely a good person what do you think jazz i agree like he is exactly like I, he, this is the kind of story I want to see on this show. Like, I want to see right. guys like this finding love. Like, I want them to be happy. I want them to find partners. Like, yes, this guy is a king. And I'm very happy that he's here and he's just being himself. Like, I don't even know if they had to edit him. I think he's just that way. Like, he's great. Yeah, like, home. He, he he's in great shape. He does bhangra. He does, like, dance stuff. He's a cardiologist. Like, man's got it all. And, like, the thing is, like, I... It, it, it breaks my heart a little bit because he's sometimes like he's a little unsure of himself because he goes out to people and ask them like hey are you okay with dating somebody who's sick are you okay dating somebody with a turban and like i feel like he's a little self-conscious about that which is understandable i know a lot of hijabi girls that are also like hey is he okay dating a hijabi and that kind of made me a little sad but like he seems like such a great guy, man. I, I I wish him the best. He's my favorite out of everything. What do you think, Sheena? Or Jess? Go ahead. Oh, my God. Like, when he said, oh, I'm in Cleveland, and a lot of people don't want to come to Cleveland, I'm like, Because, <laughs> like I said, you know, my Houston story, right? People don't want to come to Houston. I'm like, why would they go to Cleveland? Like, <laughs> yeah, man. I e felt that. <laughs> yeah, man. Even LeBron left Cleveland. <laughs> That's how bad it is. <laughs> Cleveland's beautiful. <laughs> In fact, I've run models on this that if the earth was to like heat up to the point where the polar ice caps melted, right? And like this devastating heat is across the country, Cleveland and anything along the uh, five great lakes, those areas are going to survive climate change the best. So quit shitting on Cleveland because one day in the future, it's going to be a great place to live. Um, weird flex, but okay. <laughs> 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 this is shit I do in my free time, okay? I run simulations and models. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Cleveland has more people, well, Ohio has more people sent 
to space than any other state. So what is it about Cleveland that makes people want to leave this planet? <laughs> Coming from Space City? <laughs> that's uh, hilarious. <laughs> that's so funny. That is true. You're in Space City. All right. Um, Sheena, we're about to end this episode. What are your final thoughts? We went over, we, did, we covered everything in the first four episodes. Anything we didn't cover? Anything you want to talk about? 60, 70%. Oh, I'm yeah. just so Let's over it. I'm mm -hmm. so over it. Every single episode, every single new couple is like, not going to get 100, 60, 70. Just, just take it. Take it or go. Mm -hmm. that, that's what I can offer you. I think I it has to do with uh, Seema Auntie herself not being successful. Because, Neves, didn't you tweet, like, she's had, like, zero success on the show yes. so far? Yes. So, I, yeah. I, 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 I tweeted this. I said, this is what I said. I said... My favorite thing about Indian matchmaking is that this show is going on season three without one successful match. And <laughs> it's just an example of like, you know, brown people too can fail upward and be rewarded for mediocrity. And that's how we know we made it in this country. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but man. that's the thing. Like, yeah, like I think that she's really pushing this whole 60, 70% on the show just so she can have one match on the show. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing, right? I don't... I disagree with the 60-70 thing, but I do... Like, okay, this is my own personal thing. I don't like having that stuff on paper. Like, if I have something that yeah. are deal breakers, i rather have them in my head so they're fluid. Because once you put them on paper, they become solid. And I'd rather be fluid with my deal breakers and I'd rather be fluid. So that way, if I meet somebody who does not meet that, it, it, it's not malleable, right? So it's like one of those things, like... Like if height is an issue and I meet somebody who's taller, it's fine. But when I put it on paper and I think about it over and over again and reinforce it, it kind of gets like cemented. So I do have that theory where it's like the more you think about it, the more you put it on paper, the more it gets cemented. So like I, I don't agree with the 70, 100% thing, but I do think that like the more you list everything down like a CV or a resume, that's just bad karma for me. I don't know. It just, it just feels like it's like bad juju. Yeah. I don't know. Oh man! Yeah, say about that yeah. Is, uh... Uh, oh, go ahead, Chi. Go ahead, Jazz. Oh. Okay, so my thing with that is, is that is it having check boxes that's wrong, or are we putting the wrong things next to the check boxes? Hmm. I think it's probably probably a little bit of both, right? Because like, here's the thing, right? Like, height. Doesn't right. really I, need to be I in a checkbox. Something right. Yeah, it exactly. doesn't really need to be in a checkbox, but something like not wanting kids, that, that. I believe should go into the checkbox, right? That's not right. something, you know. Even religion, you know, that's something you can't like always, always agree on and stuff How like that. How to raise kids. How to raise kids. Financial situation. Yeah, like these. Reading are twenty books about. a year. Oh wow! Yeah, definitely. That's important too. Does <laughs> uh, Audible count? Because you know, I need to. <laughs> Close enough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um. As throughout the show when they show uh married couples you know 20 years oh. 30 years 40 years you know that kind of reminded me of dildo pagole i don't know if Jazz, <laughs> you, you seem like a bollywood fan like me so they they had those scenes back in the 90s in that movie where they would show real married couples yeah uh, and like they're they didn't talk about their love story but i thought that was cute that was a little reassuring um don't, to, don't lose hope that was the best part of the entire show. Like, yeah. I love those stories. And the Kepler's are, like, so cute. I loved it. Jazz. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so one of them was an accountant, and he's, like, married to this woman for, like, 20 years. He's like, the wife is always right. I'm like, yeah, okay, I see why. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, they were really cute. I really did appreciate them putting those things in there. Like, 
you know, getting actual advice from people who have, you know, survived being married for 20 years, like, that's really important. It's really... That perspective and... It's really funny because all of these couples are talking about how they just met the people once and they were like, okay, and they had these amazing marriages. And then you have the next generation, which is like, you know, one guy turning down 150 girls. Like, bro, like it's crazy, right? The juxtaposition mm -hmm. of like the two generations is so bro, strange. I knew a guy. He didn't marry this girl. He dated her for 11 years. <gasps> and then she broke up with him finally. Oh, wow. Wow, eleven years. That's 11 wild. Eleven years. He was hmm. not ready to settle down. And I'm like, bro, you're not even cheating. Like, what's there left to like, like why? Just like at this point, just go through with it. But no, he didn't want to. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Well, listen, the episode's almost up. I do want to go through the comments and see if anybody left something that we miss. Um, uh, someone says that they really like Arpana Cynicism. It's really funny. You need that in reality TV. I agree. I agree. Mm -hmm. she, she's, she's good TV. I, I dig it. Um, let's see. Psychology checkboxes for soulmates. Ooh, a psychology checkbox. Uh, whether they're peaceful, sexual chemistry, common hobbies, shared goals, and both encourage each other to grow. I think those are fair. Very fair the only stuff. Thing, number three, like I can see couples not having the same hobbies, and that's fine. Like, I think that's fine. Yeah, yeah right. You're right. Yeah. You don't need to have yeah. the same hobbies. I have a hard time finding somebody who's into going to Comic Con, and I don't need someone who wants to go to Comic Con and do right. That's stuff for me and me. you, man. That's our yeah. thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Look, I think the most important part here is that you respect each other's face. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. One hundred percent. And you, you yep. know, mutually respect each other's hobbies. That's important. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Well, thank you, Rando, for commenting. That was really, really cool. <laughs> His name is Rando. That's funny. Yeah, Rando for me. <laughs> He's awesome. not being mean. The name here really is Rando. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I did not mean Rando <laughs> as in you're a random person. His name is literally Rando. <laughs> Thanks, Rando. <laughs> yeah. <th> <laughs> Oh, man. Well, thank you guys for joining us. We are at the hour mark. This was fun. We're on this new platform, so please excuse us if you made any mistakes or talked over each other or the boxes weren't doing right. We're still getting a hang of this new program. It's super cool. I really enjoy it. Um, but until then, guys, next time, salam, nerds. <laughs>